Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, we're continuing our examination of the book of Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew. And we are in the 27th chapter right now. And uh, we're checking some cross-references here. We've already looked in Matthew and Mark about uh, Jesus. He's been uh, seized by the religious rulers. They have found him guilty of blasphemy in their eyes. Uh, they now have brought him before uh, the high priest. I mean, before the uh, uh, or Pilate, before the political leadership of the day. So we're going to pick it up today in Luke chapter 23, verse 13. And it says this, Pilate summoned the chief priest and the rulers and the people and said to them, you brought this man to me as one who incites the people to rebellion. And behold, I haven't examined him before you. I have found no guilt in this man regarding the charges which you make against him. Now remember what we've seen uh, in the previous episodes together, what we saw earlier in the scripture right here, that uh, uh, the religious rulers had come and said, we have this man right here and he's done this. And Pilate says, what has he done? And, and their response was, well, you know what? Uh, we wouldn't have brought him here if he wasn't guilty. They didn't want to get into any detail over any of this because they knew, okay? And then Pilate knew. We've already seen that Pilate knew that they brought him before uh, him because they were uh, envious of him, I believe was the word that was used. Now Pilate's coming back and he says, you know what? I've checked him out. I've talked with him. I find absolutely nothing here, nothing worthy of death, nothing in regard to the charges which you make against him. So Pilate was standing up in the truth saying, he hasn't done what you said that he's done. Pilate continues, verse 15. No, nor has Herod, for he sent him back to us. And behold, nothing deserving death has been done by him. So Pilate was saying, there's nothing that he's done deserved by death. I think that. Herod thinks that. <clears throat> we don't know why you brought him up here, but I really know why, because he said <laughs> you're envious of him. But, you know, he's not worthy of this. So I'm just going to punish him. Verse 16, I will punish him and release him. <clears throat> that's interesting. He hasn't done anything worthy of death. Well, okay, that's true. Well, what has he done that is worthy of punishment? Okay, worthy of punishment. He hadn't done anything worthy of punishment, speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ. But Pilate was going to punish him. So what's he going to punish him for? Well, in Pilate's eyes, if nothing else, but causing all this ruckus, <laughs> you know, causing all this trouble, bringing this into his life. He doesn't want to have to deal with all this kind of stuff. He says, also, I'll just punish him and release him. And so it's also just a, a bone being thrown to the religious rulers. Okay, you want him killed. I'm not going to kill him. I'm going to beat him real good. I'll have him scourged, okay? I'll hurt him like that. But then I'm going to release him because I have found him to be, uh, uh, you know, unguilty of anything. And it just shows so much about the dynamic that's going on. Here's the supposed righteous leadership of Israel who are wanting to put someone to death that they are simply envious of, okay? And then here's the political leadership who sees through it, knows that they're envious, 
declares that he's not guilty, but says, okay, but I'll beat him real good just to you know, make you all feel better about that, but then I'm going to let him go. Verse 15, a little parenthetical statement here in this one verse says this, now he, that's Pilate, was obliged to release to them at the feast one prisoner. We've seen that already, that they were accustomed to having a prisoner released to them at the feast, feast of Pentecost, I mean the feast of uh, Passover. Verse 18, and they cried out all together saying, away with this man and release for us Barabbas. So we know that Pilate says, hey, shall I release the king of the Jews here? He said that several times. Can I release the one who says he's your king? And they said, no, 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 no. Release for us Barabbas, Barabbas. And then another parenthetical statement in verse 19. Barabbas was one who had been thrown into prison for an insurrection made in the city and for murder. Okay? So he was an insurrectionist. He was likely a Jewish zealot, you know, wanting Roman people out of there, Roman, Roman authority and government gone. Well, verse 20, Pilate, wanting to release Jesus, addressed them again. So we are told here by Luke, point blank, what the motivation was. He wanted to release Jesus. If you want to release Jesus, and you're the man, and you have the political power, and nobody can second-guess you about it, why don't you release him? Okay. So what we're seeing here is uh, some wishy-washy political leadership. <laughs> Aren't you glad we don't have that kind of stuff today? <laughs> it's the same thing, folks. He wants to release Jesus, but he's got all these dynamics that he thinks he has to deal with. Verse 21, but they kept on calling out, saying, crucify him, crucify him. And he said to them, Pilate again, Pilate said to them the third time, why? What evil has this man done? I have found in him no guilt demanding death. Therefore, I will punish him and release him. So there's no guilt demanding death. He's saying, okay, y'all found him guilty uh, from your religious perspective and all this kind of stuff. I'm not a Jew. I don't know what that is. Tell you what I'll do. You find him guilty from that, I'll punish him. I'll beat him real good based upon what y'all say. But it's nothing worthy of death. I'm not going to put this guy to death for that. They were demanding death, and he says, no, I'm not going to do it. Now listen to this, verse 23. But they were insistent with loud voices asking that he be crucified, and their voices began to prevail. So the people as a whole were shouting and demanding repeatedly over and over and over and over that he be crucified. Remember what we've already seen, that it was the leadership of the Jews, the religious leaders of the Jews that were instigating this. They had accused Jesus of instigating things, and they were the ones that were actually doing it. So they became more and more insistent. They were crying out, and their voices began to prevail. Prevail upon what? Prevail how? Is it just that they were getting louder and louder and louder? Well, perhaps, no doubt. Was the cacophony increasing? Yes. Was the confusion increasing? Yes. Was chaos increasing? Yes. But their voices were beginning to prevail <coughs> upon Pilate also. And he's beginning to realize, i got a problem here. If I set him free and do what's right because he's innocent or anything, I mean, it's bad enough I'm going to beat him. But if I set him free, I'm going to have a riot on the hands right here. And this is going to go from doing the right thing for one person 
that having a right that's likely to be disruptive into this whole city cost me my position in my head and do all sorts of bad things. Verse 24, so what did Pilate do? Pilate pronounced sentence that their demand be granted. Not that which was correct, but that the demand of the masses, that the demand of the voices that were prevailing be granted. You see that happening constantly within the world today, within our governmental and political structures, that the loudest voices demanding is absolute idiocy. I mean, it's absolute idiocy. There's more than uh, two genders, for instance. That kind of gets absolute foolishness, okay? They demand, demand, and then people start acquiescing to it. They start acquiescing to it because they don't want to put up with a yeah, the loud, shrill yelling. They don't want to put up with the political uh, outfall of everything. They want to keep their pockets lined. So here's what happened, verse 25. Oh, by the way, it just doesn't happen in the world. It happens in the professing church, too. Last verse, 25. And he released the man they were asking for, who had been thrown in prison for insurrection and murder, but he delivered Jesus to their will. He let Barabbas go, and he delivered Jesus over to the will of the Jewish people at the behest of their leadership who wanted to kill Jesus. The masses being manipulated, weak political leadership, all leads to this point. Well, we'll continue the next episode. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you for being here, and I'll see you then.